Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. Watchers and listeners, welcome to the show. I'm Chris Hoy, president of CXR and today's host for an edition of our podcast that we call Expertise. This is where we actually spend just 15 minutes or so with an industry leader or practitioner who shares a few valuable nuggets of wisdom for you to consume and process. Uh, life lessons, professional victories or failures, etc. cetera. Uh, something that they think that you, as a member of our community or a worker in our space, should most certainly be aware of. And if you haven't already, uh, heard the other segments that we do. We have uh, segments called Have You Met? Uh, Moments That Matter and Uncorked. Kind of feeling like my liver needs another uncorked session, so we should get one of those on the books. But either way, you can subscribe to all of these and more at cxr.org slash podcast. And we're happy to say you can watch or listen to them nearly anywhere you already subscribe to your favorite shows. Now today, as I mentioned, we're bringing you an expertise segment, and I'm happy to welcome to the show for the first time, and hopefully not the last, George LaRoque. George, it's great to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I've uh, this has been a goal of mine. To be here <laughs> with your community. I'm serious. I'm very serious. I'm not joking. We're gonna have to. We'll have to work on the bar that you have set, George. <laughs> so George I'm, a, I'm aware of who's in your community, so that that's um, and I love all of you so as well. So I'm I'm I am excited to be here. Well, George, we love you too. And so for people who may not know George, uh, give us sort of the escalator pitch. I like to ask for sort of a 30 second, 60 second sort of overview of who is George and why should the listeners uh, care what George has to say? Well, uh, I've been in the industry for about 30 years now. And uh, my background, I've been a practitioner. It's sort of like three uh, equal size chapters, right? The first 10 years or t- 10 or 11, I was a practitioner, came out of staffing, moved into onto the employer side and HR, ran a consulting group, all focused on recruiting and HR. Uh, then 10 years on the tech side, I went over and launched a couple of the bigger brands in the talent acquisition and talent management space. Uh, and then the last 10 or so, I've been an analyst and advisor. Uh, I work the way I describe it is I help uh, buyers and tech providers understand each other better, um, get through the jargon and, and uh, all the buzzwords and understand who's doing what and, and where it fits. The last few years, the last five years, I started tracking all of the investment coming into the space. And that's what I what people know me for at the at the moment. I do a lot more than that, but that's certainly people love to follow the money. So I look at all the VC coming into the space, and um, I think I've got the best list of of you know in what's happening in the in in that in our categories. I would certainly argue in favor of that. I mean, I saw that I think you posted this morning, or there was a chat uh, on LinkedIn this morning. Nine new unicorns mentioned in this article. It meant that for uh, HCM and talent management and talent acquisition, like quarter two becomes the biggest ever quarter for the for these organizations. Yeah, well, qu- the second quarter was like the biggest year we ever had. So it was, uh, we the first half of the year we did uh, overall in HR tech, 7.6 uh, billion coming in. 
uh, Q2 was almost five and uh, five had been, you know, the biggest year we ever had. And we're, we're racing now. uh, We'll probably get past 10 billion this year. Uh, It's, 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 it's crazy. When I started tracking it, I didn't know I'd be this busy tracking it a few years later. Um, but yeah, it's there's a lot going on. Well, that was my question. Like, who who saw this coming? I mean, I, just, I feel like this just suddenly, a number of months ago, this suddenly turned and it was like, you know, merger, spend, merger, spend. Like, it just nonstop, back to back. And all of this investment coming out of nowhere. Yeah, I, nobody could have seen it coming. And I... I the, you know, somebody had a great line um, and I've co-opted, I can't remember who said it, it wasn't me, but COVID is not a creator. And, or, you know, and, and it, but it's certainly to use a, now it's a hackneyed phrase, it, it accelerated a lot of things, but we had an upward trend. We were setting, you know, quarter after quarter records on VC coming into talent acquisition, into all of HR tech. But when the pandemic hit, um, because there's a economic slowdown that you expect with that, you think things are going to, the brakes are going to tap. They tapped for about a minute and we started setting even bigger records than we've ever seen. So no, nobody saw it. Nobody saw I'm it. I'm not entirely sure there are brakes on the vehicle anymore. I think <laughs> we're just waiting to slam into a wall. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would, I would agree. I would agree with that. <laughs> you know, at some point uh, it's, it's got a break, right? The, there's some uh, it's one thing, the amount of investment coming in, but then you look at how these companies are being valued and uh, some of the valuations aren't out of whack. They're big, but these companies have been profitable. I don't want to name names and cause I'm going to pick on the ones. Some of them came out of nowhere They've got massive valuations. They're not profitable. They, they, it's really hard to see how they can uh, achieve or even come close to a return for an investor that's valuing them at a billion dollars. That history tells us that in the next couple of years, we're probably going to see some implosions and we'll probably see some go the way of uh, near and dear to my heart, go the way of like brass ring where it was like, you know, yeah. they, they never really got to where you thought they were going, but you know, whatever happened to them, right? It's that they're still out there, but whatever I'm happened. Having, I'm having brass ring flashbacks, actually. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> so look, George, if, if, if I'm an organization that's getting all of that investment, right? All of that money, I'm fast forwarding, right? Or I'm doubling down on being innovative, right? What, what my future looks like. Mm-hmm. Well, at the same time, I guess there are people that are, that are sort of market veterans Yep. that are trying to also do the same to just hold on to customers, right? Or, or hold on to the people that they've got that are already loyal to them. So, I mean, do you have, do you have sort of a take on that and where that's headed? Or, or should we talk a little bit about why do I even care about that as a recruiting leader? Yeah, I, I, I think, um, I think you should care a lot if you're a recruiting leader and you're, and you've got a tech stack that you're concerned with. And I'll tell you why um, the, uh, the, while some of the money might be going toward startups where they're, you know, their solutions looking for a problem. Uh, by and large, though, most of them are, are reflective of what, you, what leaders are, are struggling with today. Internal mobility, diversity, 
uh, hybrid workforce. I don't mean hybrid work. I mean contingent temp staffing, full-time uh, employment. Um, so to your point, the we've got emerging technology, emerging vendors, startups, scale-ups coming into that space. Then we have uh, incumbent market leaders who they're also investing in, in new technology. They're also acquiring some of these. Uh, I think it's important as a leader to keep an eye on what's coming down the path. It's also, uh, if you're picking, uh, let's say you're, you're looking to do something new, uh, there, there's an argument to be a bigger fish in a smaller pond uh, with a vendor who's, you know, if you know how to evaluate a startup and look at their burn rate, for cash and look at their trajectory and their financials and you feel good about them, there's an argument to, you can have a real impact on their product roadmap and what capabilities you use. So I, I think there are a lot of reasons there, but to your point, there, there's, this is how the um, things get shuffled, right? The, the deck chairs get shuffled a lot. We see acquisi acquisitions will take place uh, and we're certainly seeing a lot of that now. Yeah, if you are um, if you are an innovative TA leader, or if you're one of the TA leaders that loves to sort of dabble in the the tech stack, right? Sort of put your own sort of Frankenstein's monster together. Uh, I think now I agree with you. I think now would be an excellent time to get in somewhere where you can actually influence the direction. Uh, so instead of being on a committee or an advisory board of you know a dozen or so employers, you could now get in, get your hands dirty, and really. With, I don't know if it's going to be great for that organization, but really shape a product for, for your organization. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And that's that's the way it goes. And my back my background, um, you know, there's a right now the trend they call it, you know, product led, um, and what that's just it's a, it's another way of being customer centric and putting the product out there and getting feedback from the customer. But, uh, but early on, uh, especially early on, you are just uh, taking those key customer that the key customers feedback and putting it right into the roadmap. Uh, so there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good that can come out of that. So give me one, cause I wanna, there's two quick things I wanna talk about before we get okay. on. One thing, if I'm ahead of talent yeah. and I'm really interested in bringing in some new technology but technology I can really influence, what would be one flag I would look for that says, this is this is perhaps an organization that's going to be a little more receptive to me getting my hands dirty and, and sort of driving the change. I would say uh, that it's um, how easy is it for me as that talent leader to get access to the product people within that organization. So the, the product managers, the developers, and to the support team, uh, are the founders showing up? Uh, how are they? Are, how important am I early on in the conversation? Um, it's probably reflective of how important I'll be if I sign a contract or or do a pilot. Gotcha. Well, and we got a question that just came in, George. Is there a solutions area that you see as dominant today? A solutions area that's dominant. Um, I I would say the if dominant means uh, where investment's going, a dominant area there, um, the this is going to this is this is surprises many people. It doesn't surprise me anymore. But still, the number one category uh, in talent acquisition is marketplace job boards. 
Um, now they're not, they're not the job boards that we grew up with when they emerge, right? We're, we're talking about um, uh, job boards that are providing, uh, there was a new one, um, I, wrote, I wrote them down, uh, Orca out of the UK, that's doing um, placement of temp staffing and providing pay uh, as a part of it. There's there are workforce management solutions being tied to job boards. There, there's learning and training. So there's a new wave of those, but they've always been the number one category. Set them aside. And mm -hmm. right now, the number two category this year is recruitment marketing. That's also where you're going to see a lot of acquisitions taking place. Recruitment marketing and CRM are gaps in your, uh, your platform space and talent acquisition. You're going to see more acquisitions there. Beyond that, conversational AI and uh, not chatbots, but conversational AI that is not just helping the candidate that's going to be continue to be emerging, but also helping the hiring team, the interview team, the recruiters, the hiring managers. Um, the, there's a real move across HR technology to give managers what they need while they're in the flow uh, so I don't need, you know, I'm going to do an interview. I don't want to click and go over here to, to get the interview guide. I, I want to be, I want to, I want everything where I need it. And I want to be able to ask questions for what I need and have the system bring it to me. Yeah, I like that. I did. I, I fully anticipated a piece of that, but I did not expect the job board comment from you. Like the CRM yeah. piece, I think that's, that's pretty evident. People trying to tie some systems together and, and clean some clean some things up, but the, the job board piece is a bit of a surprise to hear that. Yeah, well, investors love a marketplace, right? They see they see a supply chain, they see uh, they see a talent shortage, they see a skills shortage, they see uh, they, that that's something that plays well with the investor community. It's also uh, still, you know, employers, right? They're looking for new sources of diverse talent, skilled talent. Um, so it, it's, it, yeah, I, I was shocked when I first started tracking the first few quarters, I thought this must be an anomaly. Something's going, and it's not, it's, it's been the number one category for a long time. Well, look, George, <clears throat> I want to just, I want to take a second to mention it. We'll provide a link at the end of the show if people are interested, but uh, we have uh, partnered uh, a little bit with you and with uh, Martin Burns and Madeline Loreno, and we're putting together uh, sort of an HR technology newsletter. Uh, and the spin on this is that uh, what we're looking to do is just offer up a couple of headlines that we're seeing in the space with just a, just a, just a sprinkle of commentary from each of you around why a leader should care about this particular uh, news snippet, this particular merger, this particular investment. Uh, so we're excited to, to talk about that. And so like I said, we'll put a link at the end of the show so folks can go ahead and sign up for that newsletter as it gets ready to come out here pretty soon. Uh, but I also want to ask you, you've got something that you're working on yourself, a bit of an incubator project. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, this is, um, this is about as fresh as it, as it gets. Uh, so I, we, we we're launching today. Uh, a accelerator for uh, across the spectrum of HR technology, work technology. Uh, it's called Impact Work Tech, you know, playing off the work tech, tech name. Uh, and it is at impactworktech.com. And we're recruiting the first cohort now that will, the program will launch in uh, early October. Um, and we will be 
a little different in the sense that uh, we're we're you know we're not a generalized accelerator. We're focused on this space, and we're focused on a few things. One is closing the uh, the education gap that a lot of these startups need to understand you know this space and 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 what it is and who their who their customers are. Uh, and we're bringing um, a group of mentors together that reflect the industry and, and everything that that means from a skills and expertise perspective, a diversity perspective, and a global perspective. I love it. Give us the link one more time. Impactworktech.com. Fantastic. George, thanks again for being on the show. Thank you. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> now, as I said before, uh, on this podcast, we connect with talent leaders and practitioners almost weekly to literally talk about everything ranging from what's keeping them up at night to their favorite wine. Uh, but that's not all we do. We are a thriving community of nearly 5,000 professionals that you can connect, learn, collaborate online with at cxr.works. And something I do want to mention that our community members have brought back to the site. Uh, and funny enough that George mentioned this, it's a talent acquisition jobs page. Uh, so if you head to recruitingjobs.cxr.works or cxr.works slash jobs, You'll find we have nearly 900 TA roles at various levels from over 130 CXR community member companies. We've been live just about a week, uh, and the traffic and postings to that page are incredible. Uh, I looked this morning, I think we now have included uh, default toggles on the main page for both remote as well as, believe it or not, internship interests. So the listings are updated twice a day, so it's as fresh as your favorite donut shop in the morning. I don't even know what that means, but please get over to cxr.work/jobs. Share it to your networks, if not for you, than anybody else who might be looking for strong, reputable, and trusted organizations who are hiring. And with that, I'll say goodbye and remind you to smash on those subscribe and share buttons to tell us that you want more podcast goodness. So we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.